Hello and welcome to the Coach Mark in Manila podcast. I am Coach Mark in Manila from ESL, businessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com. I'm here to help you all, whatever you're trying to do with your lives, whether you're trying to improve your English as a second language or maybe just find your way into a different career or mindset to improve your current business performance. Maybe you are a native English speaker, but feel your English is letting you down and you need a little bit more oomph in your presentations to really make your point or to seal the deal. That's a nice expression. Perhaps you're a medic studying for the OET or you are somebody taking the IELTS exam and need to get a top score to get into the university of your dreams. Whatever and however you are struggling right now, I probably can assist you with some tidbit. Yeah, that's a nice expression, okay, of information, advice, or just opportunities available, including job opportunities from time to time as well. I am known for my diversity in what I podcast about. I also speak heavily about mental health matters as well. So there's always something interesting and varied on my podcast. It's not just a same old monotonous day at the office. Right. Today, we're going to be speaking about something quite important. I was contacted earlier on, um, well, earlier on, I think this month it would have been, by a very interesting lady who is seeking some direction. Um, little bit challenged at the moment in her current job. She feels at a bit of a crossroads and struggling to know quite where to take her career plans and aspirations as a freelancer next. Um, so welcome to you if you're listening. Um, I did give this a bit of a mention to her that uh, you know she can check out the podcast. So I hope you've managed to find your way across there um, to listen to this. So what about you? Are you at a career crossroads? Are you feeling a little bit stuck? that you don't quite feel that you're on path, but you're not sure what you want to do now. Sometimes this can come in the form of boredom. Other times you can get forced into a career crossroads because literally your whole life has changed. You get fired from your job, you get laid off, you get sacked. Okay, so these are redundancies. These are the kind of words that basically, yeah, you lose your job, okay? Um, and whatever the course, no matter what's happening, okay, Coming to a crossroads in either your career or personal life can be rather terrifying and exciting at the same time, <laughs> because in a way, it's the end of something you've known and the start, hopefully, of something new. Um, and it is very difficult at times to determine what you should do. So should you go and continue your same career, but with a different company, or should you do a complete career change and totally shake up what you do, maybe work at something totally different you've never done before? Okay, and it can permanently alter not just your means or your way of, of making enough money, I suppose, to pay the bills, but also how you contribute to society as a whole. So how you make a difference to society. I know myself um, when my life took a definite, um, <laughs> I don't know what you call it, a different sharp turn, I would say a sharp turn. Um, in 2000, well, 2017, but definitely 2019, 20, um, it meant that actually for me, even though it was a humongous, that's a massive word, right? Uh, very big change. Um, it suddenly shifted my contribution to society massively. It's put me in now what I feel is I'm very honored and privileged to have created what I have um, and to now be reaching people worldwide. And the feedback and testimonials I've had from my students in the past with the English coaching, career coaching, immigration coaching, interview coaching, blah, 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 entrepreneurs, you name it. I'm very proud of what you've gone ahead and achieved in our coaching time together. And um, that is a very, I think, uh, 
yeah, an honoured an honored, an honored position for me to be in, really, a place for me to be coming from. So it has changed how I contributed to society as a whole. It's more in line with what I always dreamed I would be able to do. Um, and when I look at how things had ended up previously, I can see that that was an absolute dead end for me in, in many ways. And those of you who know my story better understand more what I mean by that. Um, but it's been very difficult. And of course, it has changed um, totally how I try to put bread on my table um, uh, or not, as the case may be at times. Um, so, you know, but I feel that anyway, from your point of view, hopefully life isn't as complicated and you're not in a position where you've been forced into a crossroads, that you are just contemplating it. OK, now. If you stick to this very big picture thinking, okay, then it can feel a bit intimidating. You have this big scary crossroads and I don't know what I'm supposed to do and oh my goodness, how am I going to make money that I need to make? Right, okay. So whether you're just evaluating it um, and whether you're going to stay with the business you're currently in or switch the industry sale together, the best way to do any of this, like everything in life, is to break it down to smaller steps to increase the chance of following through. So we're going to talk in this podcast about ways to do it. So firstly, how do you recognize signs it's time for a change? So listen up. If you're struggling with any of these, maybe, maybe this is your sign. So the first step in mastering and navigating these waters is to know that you're at a career crossroads. <laughs> All right. So sometimes it can be, you know, your boss is really annoying you now, micromanaging you. We know that feeling. Maybe you don't feel challenged at your job or you just realize your current role is a dead end. It's not going to go anywhere. You can't go any further in the company. Maybe you've got a lot of offers coming in to be headhunted for bigger and better things. Whatever it is, these are your signs, okay? Other times, it can be more to do with yourself, your health. Are you getting sick? Um, are you having trouble getting out of bed in the morning because you just feel really tired all the time? You don't know why. Um, are you staying up later and later and later to try and just you know, feel you're getting more out of your personal time because you begrudge having to spend so much overtime at work you're not getting paid for. These are all signs that can be, you know, a time to do a little bit of self-examination and to pinpoint the real problem before making any really big decisions. Now, it's important to pinpoint exactly what needs changing, right? Because if we just start randomly changing stuff because something feels out of whack, but we haven't made a plan and identified what it is, okay, that's just going to lead to chaos. Um, so really, you've got to find some time, carve some time out of your day or your days to determine the level of change that will provide the appropriate kind of feeling of resolution. So sit down and brainstorm what it is that you need. What it is, it, sometimes it's easy to say what you don't like. So make a list of what you're not liking about your current situation. And once you've got the list of what you don't like, then look at that list again and think, right, how do I transform that? So if I don't like my micromanaging boss, that's what you don't like. Can you think of, right, what would you like in your next boss? Do you want the next boss? Do you want to be the boss? Okay, this is what I want you to think about. Each of the, I don't like this, then look at it and think, right, how do I get that? And how what does that look like instead? If you don't like your boss, well, what type of boss are you looking for? If it's that I don't like my working hours, Write down what the working hours you are looking for. Are you with me? So use your list of don't likes to then form your list of do likes. That's the first thing to do. Because if I just say to people, write down what you want, they don't know. So the, the way to work out what you, what you want is write the list first of what you don't like. Okay? That's the first strategy. 
then really you've got to look at it, okay, well, with any of those things you put on what you do want, would it simply be achieved if you could change your team, your manager, the colleagues you work with, your working hours, your, you know, your job title at the company, right? If it's yes, then clearly that's great, fabulous, right? You might have your answers and you can pursue, you know, investigating those. Or are you seeking to work in a different sector? Do you want a different job title? I mean, is it is it the wage isn't enough? Is it the commuting is wearing you down? Okay. Would you prefer to be working from home three days a week? Would that be better? Um, do you enjoy your job and your company? Or do you enjoy if you're running your own business? Are you still loving what you're doing? Okay. Um, or is it now making you feel burnt out? And if so, well, how could you still do what you love, but in a different way? What methods could you do? So like me, for example, um, you know, one-to-one coaching, I still really greatly enjoy. However, in doing it, they, you know, there's just physically not enough hours in my day to scale that. And physically and health-wise, it's not so good, particularly on your throat. Um, and if you've got other uh, physical or mental health issues, it can just make that very hard. So in my case, I found my work around being podcasting. Okay, This works. It allows me still to do what I love, which is, is reaching hundreds of thousands of people worldwide, hopefully, and also sharing this wealth of experience across all diverse range of sectors, which I love looking at and searching for you and trying to give you suggestions and solve these problems in a podcast that I can easily put together as and when I've got the energy to do so. You know, if we look at YouTube, that's much harder because it takes forever just to record one YouTube video. And of course, you know, you've got to look good on camera. And if you're having a very bad day because your health, your physical health is bad or whatever, you just don't look great. Um, nobody wants to look at that. And it takes a lot, right? It absolutely takes a lot to edit just one YouTube video and then to upload it and do all of the tags and everything. So it's very slow. I can't get the content out to reach as many people as I feel I need to in the time that I've got available to me. Hence, podcasts work for me. So some people find blogging or writing work better, other people YouTube, whatever it is, okay? But you've got to pick the thing that works for you. If you're trying to, um, if you're a freelancer, for example, like the lovely lady contacted me with, maybe you can look at what you can do and provide your services in a different way. So you're not just stuck working for one site or on a freelance site, that you can develop your business and maybe turn what you do into more of a, not you doing the work one-to-one, but selling your expertise, okay? Write books about it, write blogs about it, write, do podcasts about it, and create your own audience. That might be your smart step. Um, Obviously, if you're working for a company, is it time to, you know, just sort of um, get out of there and be entrepreneurial and now do what you're doing for your company, but for your own company, that might be a strategy as well. And again, if you're wanting help to work on any of these issues, do grab a money back guaranteed 60 minute session with me um, because we can help you pinpoint and send you away with your own plan from that one 60 minute session. Um, and of course, you know, it's important for you to ask yourself, okay, well, if I was to do this, would I lose money? And how much of a salary uh, drop would it take to follow your passions or if you need to move, right? These are all questions that are best used towards the end of the process. Um, other times, if you do it at the beginning, you might think, oh, well, there's no point doing anything. Then is there? Because I'm going to have to drop my salary. So create your list of what you do want, your ideal working environment and conditions from the list of what you don't want. And then at the end, then ask yourself, right, and how much of a drop in salary am I willing to take to follow the passion? Or if I could do this move, would I need to take 
a drop in salary. Actually, could he give me a bit bigger salary? How can I get the salary I want? Okay, then do your skills, talents, inspiration, motivation, whatever you want to call it, checklist. So oftentimes, um, people are feeling frustrated because you've got a certain set of skills, just not getting challenged, right? People come to me uh, in the past for English coaching or came to me in the past for English coaching and said, you know, look, they felt that they plateaued, that they're not making progress. It's because they're not getting challenged any longer on the platform they were getting their coaching with. Um, perhaps the tutors were all just chat, chat, chat and weren't actually challenging these students. So when we challenge them and put them out of their comfort zone, now you feel, OK, I'm engaged again. I'm excited about learning English again. I feel OK. Yeah. So we always want to be making progress. If we don't feel we're making progress, we are human, myself included. If you feel stuck in a situation for too long as well, it can cause depression. Um, which again, I know that one very well, and it's a bad situation to get in because if you are depressed, then you are likely to take less action. You can be motivated, and sometimes it can really get quite bad. So we don't want you to get stuck in a situation for too long. Um, so it's incredibly helpful to do a skills, talent, and motivation inventory and determine, okay, what floats your boat? That's a good expression. What makes you excited? And how can your talents be better applied? So make um, two columns, this is what I suggest, and really one for the skills you're enjoying using, and then one for the rows, those skills you really don't enjoy, okay? Then I want you to list not just the skills you use in your current job, but also the skills you might use in other settings, right? Okay, so maybe in your leisure activities or something like that. And then circle the skills you'd like to use more of and cross out the ones you'd like to eliminate. It's really important. It's a simple thing to do, but can dramatically determine for you what's going wrong internally and externally in your job. So, for example, um, you might find that your present job requires you to handle a lot of customer complaints, <laughs> right? Okay. When you'd actually prefer to be alone, like researching stuff to do with products rather than dealing with the customers or vice versa, right? Okay. So just knowing that, just that thing alone can help you pinpoint, okay, the new role that you might be happier with or become extra clear about, okay, with your current boss, you go into your manager and say, you know what, I need to perhaps shift what I'm doing and could I handle more of the research and could I do less of the customer complaints and see if you can factor that in. Don't dismiss that because clearly switching to a brand new company means you learning a whole new company culture, there's a settling in period and it can change a lot of things in your life. So okay, it might solve one thing but then bring in a whole host of other things including your commute time might go up, your pay might go down, you might lose your company benefits that you've acquired in your current job. So always explore with your current manager whether there are options for you to change what you're doing to incorporate more of the things that you love doing. And so you can stay there if you love the company, right? First things first. Then reverse engineer your decision. So, of course, there's somebody out there, right, who's doing what you consider your dream job or business, okay? Um, and if you think about it, you need to like, take a look at where are they, okay, where have they reached, and then research to determine how did they get there. So if you have, like, for example, me, coaching, okay, <clears throat> people used to say to me in some of my sessions, I want to be a coach too. How did you do it? Right? So we just have to look at how did that person go about doing it? What steps did they take? And you'll usually find it takes a lot of hard work. They didn't just get there overnight. Some people do. If they've got good connections, that can be a big difference. 
But if that's the case and it relies on connections, then you know what you need to start doing. You need to start building more of your connections. Okay, so it's a question of just working out how do they do it and then try to get that set up for yourself. Okay, sometimes you can speak to the people who are where you are or where you want to be, should I say, um, and just ask them like a mentor and say, hey, how did you how did you do this? This is why I'm on the mentoring platforms, um, because, you know, I love to share my knowledge and expertise with other people. Like, how did you get there? Well, this is what I did. And then they can think, okay, can I do that? Can I adjust that? Can I make it better? All right. Now, we're not saying you need to copy every single move, as I've just said. We want you to learn from, from their mistakes or from my mistakes. So I could tell you, right, the 110 things that didn't work <laughs> before I found what did work. Okay? And that's just going to get you there quicker. And that's kind of I see like my job these days. So if you're, if you're somebody who wants some help to work out how to get to a certain stage in business development, whatever, quicker, then drop me a message. OK. Um, and if you ask them nicely, most people are prepared to do that. Right. Even if it's just once, they might even meet you for a coffee. Right. You buy them a coffee and say, hey, how did you do this? Um, this is equally what I say here on the podcast. If you want my advice and you want some you know, guidance and it's not too intensive, then buy me a coffee, right? Okay, and then ask me a question. Um, and that's another way that we can all help each other. So very happy to do that from time to time. Make a plan then to get there. Because remember, like anything, it's all very well and good to know all these things now and worked it out. But if you don't do anything and have a plan to do it, it's not going to happen. So more than likely, you're not going to just walk into that new role, especially if it's a huge change in your changing industry. So, of course, do the research um, work out if there's any training qualifications you need before you can get to where you're going. Now, obviously, keep in mind that um, some of those might be available through your current company's HR department. And they may be willing to pay for a, a degree program. The problem is, clearly, if obviously you're not going to stay at that company. That's a little bit unfair on them to take it and use them for that purpose. Many companies, though, are aware of this, so they often put what I call the handcuffs on it and say, okay, if we pay for your degree, then you've got to stay with the company for at least one year after qualifying and getting that degree so that we can get the best use out of that education we paid for, okay, which I think is only fair. Um, also, mentor, mentorship, sorry, as we've just said, um, that's really helpful. Um, enroll in some professional groups as well. Try to get online. There's many Reddit groups out there now for so many different sectors and a whole host of different professional networking platforms. In fact, too many to count. Um, and it's a good time to set some deadlines and goals for yourself, right? Attend a meetup group um, once a month, maybe. And, you know, try to set that as a goal, right? I'm going to attend at least one industry meetup group a month and I'm going to land myself an entry level job six months from now. Target yourself and make yourself accountable again by working with a coach such as myself, which is what I offer on initial-impact.com. We keep you accountable. I check in with you and you check in with me and we make sure you're hitting your benchmarks, your deadlines and your goals. And it really helps, well, achieve great results. We've seen some fantastic work by many of my clients in the past. And I'm so proud of you all. Also, remember this network, network like your life depended on it because it really does. Um, it's not possible to do anything much in life without having a network, okay? And that's the point. Um, it's valuable connections. And even if those people can't help, they might know people who know people, 
Okay. And you might get a chance to shadow some of them. You could ask them whether you could, you know, follow some of their work, come in, spend some time with them if they're local to you. This is really helpful. And remember, don't seek to get help first. Offer to help first, shall I say. So when you contact a professional, say, you know, I'd be grateful to know of anything I can do for you. How can I help you? Um, or comment on their work and what you like about what they're doing and how you are, you know, you you really admire them, all right? And that you would like to offer to assist them in some way and would it be possible to have a meeting with them? So don't just seek to get help from somebody else first. Offer the help first and then usually they will reciprocate in some way. If not, keep going until you find someone who does, okay? And this gives you a much better idea, by the way, um, when you do this, because once you shadow somebody, you can think, okay, does this is this realistic then? Am I enjoying this? What I thought I would love as an ideal role, is this, is this the right thing still or is it not actually ideal now? So this is a really good thing for you to do before you make a huge career change. Also, look at it this way. Overall, career crossroads can be really exciting. Um, not, not the scary monster that they often might seem to be. Clearly, if you've been forced into it, into it by a layoff or being fired or redundancy, it brings its own challenges because you might not have a lot of time uh, to replace the income that you need. Um, and you might have a problem trying to explain why you've been laid off or fired in your interview. But again, we can help you come up with the good, reasonable um, explanations for that that will hopefully help you deal with that one. The most important thing, though, is to remember this. It's all about exploring what you want. Okay, and you're allowed to change your mind. It's better, I think, to take the risk than always wonder what if. Even if it ends up with you in a little bit of hot water, that's a great idiom, it means a bit of trouble. Um, you will learn a lot about yourself, even by these things. And just think about it, you know, today, if you could change your career now, what would you want to? And how would you go about it? Um, what would you do differently if you were looking at applying for a job again now? Um, it's always a good time to take a bit of a refresh and look at exactly where you're at in your life. If you're not loving what you do anymore, if you're getting kind of stuck, then maybe it is the time, the time, sorry, to just, yeah, do that crossroads check, go through the steps I've mentioned here and find yourself in a job or your own business, right? Okay. That really gets you fired up in the morning and can't, you can't wait to be at work every day. All right. Life's too short to do something that sucks. Anyway, feel free to spread this podcast far and wide. I hope this has really helped inspire you and give you some thoughts as to how you can work yourself out of this bit of a crossroads. And um, do feel free to let me know. Please subscribe to my newsletter. Buy me a cup of coffee or sponsor the podcast, please. If you're on Spotify, you can just go to sponsor the show. 90, 99 cents a month. That's not bad, right? Okay. It helps me keep this free for you all for as long as I can. Stay safe, everybody, and keep going. See you soon. Thank you for listening to my podcast. And if you have enjoyed it, please feel free to sponsor a segment. If you're listening on Spotify, you can simply go to sponsor this podcast and you will be able to sponsor me for as little as just 99 cents a month, which is highly affordable and also gratefully appreciated. If you prefer to do something one-off, then you can just simply buy me a cup of coffee. Again, details are in the show notes below each program and you can click there and pay securely via Stripe. And again, this enables me to continue 
continue providing these podcasts totally free of charge for you all here. So even if you can't afford high-level coaching, I'm sure that every now and again you might want to sponsor me to enable this podcast to keep running for as long as possible for you. Thank you in advance for everything you can do to help keep me keeping these going for you. And of course, you can just simply help me by spreading the word about the podcast put me on your social media everywhere that you go tweet about me blog about me whatever you'd like to do about me as long as it's beneficial and it's polite okay i welcome all of that but please just circulate the information far and wide our job here in the coach mark manila family is to get this information into the hands of the people like you who really need this and deserve to get this at a really free price take care i'll see you soon